Welcome to the Self-Care Tarot Podcast with me, Kat Crawford. A podcast that uses tarot to delve a little deeper into self-exploration, enhance your journaling and aid with spiritual development. Hello my dears, welcome back to the Self-Care Tarot Podcast. It's lovely to be back. (laughs) I know I've been a bit hit and miss this season with regular posting but I've been struggling a little bit with um, my anxiety basically just getting my head organized enough to understand the passage of time like I've been in a weird limbo place where I have no idea what day it is or what week it is what month we're in and I'm fairly sure that we've only just had April and yet my calendar says it's the middle of June, which is concerning (laughs) to me. (laughs) But anyway, I'm back this week to talk about tarot and specifically the lover's card. With my absence, I really wanted to touch on some things that I've, I've been going through and thought that the expectation of others and this people-pleasing mentality would be a good place to start because this was something that I went over and over and over in my head um, when I took some time off, like panicking about what other people would think or disappointing people and and all that stuff. But I'll go into that in detail (laughs) in this episode. And I always apologise to you guys for kind of not showing up consistently and then you always message me on Instagram or like email me being like it's fine chill we'll still be here when you come back which I appreciate so much uh like I can't even tell you so thank you very much if you have messaged me on Instagram or you've emailed me because I'm quite public about my kind of mental health struggles and stuff because it informs such a huge part of my tarot practice and what I offer with tarot um and also I think it's just a good just just to talk about it and be very open and honest about it so yeah so thank you very much for supporting me through these past couple of weeks which have been a bit meh but um yeah so I am a people pleaser I always want people to like me So I'm constantly worried about letting people down, which is an issue that I need to work on. So I thought we could do it together using the duality and the alignment of the lovers. So let's settle in wherever you are and get into this week's episode. start how we always start by addressing the card that is going to be guiding us through this episode and this week we're working with the lovers and the lovers is a card that is most commonly seen as a card of romance so when people do love readings this is the card that they are usually hoping will pop up but the lovers is a lot more complex than just straightforward you'll find a tall, dark, handsome stranger type messages. Like it's not a card that is solely 
reserved for romantic love. So the lovers are first and foremost about duality, about yin and yang, balancing the dark and the light inside of us, the masculine and feminine energies, so divine masculine and divine feminine and kind of balancing those two energies out. It is the card of Gemini, so it has a strong ties to unity and finding connection with the world around us and kind of society and culture and all of that. And in the fool's journey, the lovers is the point where the fool starts to figure out what he has a connection to and what his interests are and where his passions lie and where he basically starts to build his own personality and figure out who he really is authentically and at his core. So within our kind of human timeline, this would be around kind of, well, the first time we would come across it would be in our early teens. So when we go through puberty and we start becoming a separate entity from the child we were that was very dependent on parents and maybe older siblings and would really mould themselves around family members. So now we're kind of stepping out of that and becoming an independent, unique person. And that's really where the lovers kind of come into play. So when the lovers comes up in a reading, it can often be a suggestion to review the self, to reevaluate all the interests and personality traits. Personality traits. That was really hard to say. Um and connections that you have to make sure that you're really being true to yourself. So you're really aligned with your values, your authentic interests and hobbies and dislikes and opinions and all of that. And like any Gemini, the lovers often refers to acting like a kind of chameleon and absorbing and taking on what is around you in order to fit in and survive. So for us, that can mean being a completely different person, say like at work than you are at home, or liking certain types of music or films to fit in with a specific friend group. Often you'll see it when people enter into relationships. You'll Sometimes you'll have those people who really become the perfect partner to whoever they are with at the time. I know I've had friends where I know them as an individual and then when they get into a relationship, they kind of form into, they kind of morph into the person that they're with and adopt that person's interests and likes and all of that just to kind of feel more like a partner and and more like a team with that person. And it's a survival instinct, first and foremost, that can usually develop really early on. And that is exactly what people pleasing is, which is why I really wanted to use the lovers for this episode, because I think it really helps us to reconnect with who we are authentically. And that can help us with our people pleasing, people pleasing, it's really hard to say people pleasing, people pleasing habit because if we can reconnect with who we are as an individual then that often gives us more confidence and more strength to kind of tackle all the things that people pleasing can bring up in our lives. So being a people pleaser usually means that 
you'll often put other people's feelings before your own. So even if it's completely at your own expense, even if it does you more harm than good, you will usually put other people first. And often this can stem from unconscious habits and beliefs that you formed from a very early age. For some people, it can be caused by the way we interacted with our parents or the kind of care or attention that we got from our parents. For others, it could be bullying that we faced in school or relationships that we had very early on in school with anybody, really. It could be teachers, it could be friends, it could be anybody. But whatever the cause, it is always a way to limit stress or rejection. So that kind of people-pleasing survival skill is usually to help us fit in and, and not be rejected by others. So it's something that's rooted very deeply inside of us. So understandably, it's extremely difficult to rectify, if at all possible. But what we can do, though, is recognise when we are exhibiting people-pleasing actions and habits and treat that in the moment. So if we can spot when we're putting someone else before ourselves then it's easier to stop it in its tracks and be able to kind of put those defences up and be like, oh, actually, no, I should be doing this instead of this. And when we do this, we're not being true to ourselves. When we're really going out of our way to please others in sacrifice of ourselves, we're not being true to who we are. We're not taking care of ourselves. We're not showing self-love and our connection with the world so like I mentioned before when talking about the lovers in Gemini is often tainted or it's not based on truth it's fabricated and designed in a way that helps us to fit in and survive and please others in order to kind of again avoid that rejection and that that stress and one of the reasons I felt like I wanted to talk about this this week when I was taking some time away from the podcast and from posting on my business social media, I felt very guilty that I wasn't delivering what I had said I would. And I've always said that the podcast would be weekly and then here I was like skipping a week and I've done it twice this season and I was like, oh my God, people are going to think I'm so flaky and blah, 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 blah. Bearing in mind, I'm fully aware that people aren't like waiting <laughs> with bated breath for a new episode. Like nobody is staring at their podcast feed, waiting for the new episode of the self-care tarot podcast to like pop up. There are many more important things in life. I'm sure you're all occupied right now with important things in your lives, but I still couldn't kind of shake that feeling of, of guilt of not being able to deliver what I said I deliver. But after a long weekend and a week of not forcing myself to write or record a podcast. Something that if I had done, if I had forced myself to like sit down and record a podcast, it would have just led to like a rubbish podcast anyway. So I felt so much better for having taken that time off. And it was because I'm recording this on the 10th. Is it the 10th? Again, I have no idea what day it is. Um, <laughs> but it was the four day Jubilee weekend um, last weekend or the weekend before again I have no concept of time um but all I did was like sit in comfy clothes and play Pokemon like I was 12 <laughs> again and it was fantastic I occupied my mind with other things than business 
and I really needed it. I needed that kind of space and that um, just relaxation and, and disconnect from the stress of trying to run a business. And I work as a freelance digital marketing consultant as well as running the self-care emporium. I have many, many jobs and usually on bank holidays, I'll just work through them because like, why not get ahead of the game so that my clients are never unhappy or disappointed. Now, if I had given in to that people pleasing mentality and just pushed myself to work throughout that whole long weekend to not take any bank holidays or anything like that, the quality of what I would have produced would have been like meh at best. But I would have been putting my own mental health and well-being on the back burner, which would have made me even more ill than I was already feeling. So again, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, I'm very open and honest about kind of my mental health struggles and kind of what I go through, again, because it is so closely linked to why I started tarot and how I use tarot now. Um... So often, again, I'm always thinking like, am I oversharing? But then I think, no, because it's relevant. Like I wouldn't just be like, hey, look at me and blah, blah, blah. So I do suffer a lot from panic attacks and I have an anxiety disorder. And I think I've talked about that before on the podcast. So it's nothing new. And just the other week, I had a panic attack so severe, I ended up in A&E. And I'd never had that before. I'd had like big panic attacks, but usually they were over in like two minutes or whatever. But this one was like, it lasted a long time and it was a little bit scary and an ambulance was called. But unfortunately, because of the state of the NHS currently, it was a very long wait. So I ended up going to A&E anyway. So if I always put that kind of people pleasing habit before my own health, it can have some pretty bad consequences. And I'm not saying that people-pleasing was the sole reason why I ended up in A&E, but it is one of many reasons, I think, that doesn't help. And I don't think I'll ever fully break the people-pleasing thing. I think it will always be with me in some form, but I'm definitely more on top of it when it kind of shows up in my life. And definitely after this um, hospital visit, it's definitely been bumped up my list of priorities to just kind of tackle that a little bit more because it's not so much, um, I mean, it's all a mental thing, really people pleasing. It's all in your head most of the time. So because it's so deeply rooted in my history and my past and how I was raised and how I became like an adult, I don't think it'll ever be something that I can like uproot and and get rid of completely. But I can definitely take steps at this point to make sure that it doesn't contribute to um, that kind of stress and contribute to more anxiety and more panic attacks and all of that. Hello my dears, I just wanted to quickly jump in to tell you about a free workbook that I have recently put together. It is my Limiting Belief workbook and it is a three card tarot spread workbook where I talk about limiting beliefs, where they come from, how they're formed, how you can start to identify your own limiting beliefs 
and then offer you a three card tarot spread that you can do at home for yourself and work through your own limiting beliefs. It's completely free. All you have to do is sign up and it'll be sent to you and you can find it on the tarot reading services page on my website and I'll also put a link in the show notes below. So if you fancy doing the limiting belief workbook, it is there for you if you need it. And that is it. Let's get back to the episode. So we've touched on um, how people pleasing can make us neglect self-care, but there are so many ways that it can have a negative effect on us. So I really want to just highlight some of those key ways because it may be a case of you've been doing this and not even realising it. So when we are seeking the acceptance and praise of others, we can lose the ability to say no. And that's the biggest one that you'll probably find is that you have not, maybe not an inability to say no, but a reluctance to say no. And we'll also start to try and kind of come up with excuses or reasons why we need to say no in order to lessen the blow. But in reality, as one of my favourite actresses, Lizzie Olsen, once said in an interview, I can't remember what interview it was, but it was like a black and white one. I think everybody's seen it by now. But she said, no is a complete sentence. And if you want or need to say no to something or someone, that is your right. And you do not need to justify your reasonings to anyone else. So some other ways people pleasing can affect us are, and I'm just going to list these off. And if you kind of go, oh yeah, that's kind of what I'm feeling, then, you know, maybe people pleasing is something you need to look into. So let me just list it. Feeling crushed or upset when you get negative feedback. Feeling guilty for setting boundaries. Apologising for not going above and beyond. And this one is a big one for people at work, like trying to always be the perfect employee. Always agreeing, so not as to upset or kind of ruffle feathers or damage someone's ego. Ernie! I don't know whether you can hear the cat. He's very upset that the door is closed. I'm going to ignore him until I finish this list. Feeling anxious about other people's opinions or feedback. Really? Right, I've let the cat in. He's here, so if you hear any purring, that is him. Hopefully he won't try and knock over the microphone, which is a possibility. Anyway, where was I up to? Feeling anxious about other people's opinions or feedback. Low self-esteem low self-esteem, accepting fault when you aren't to blame, adapting to fit the environment you find yourself in, and a fear of conflict. The list just keeps expanding and every point disconnects us from our true and authentic selves. It creates a disconnect with who we are, like at our core. Again, bringing in that lover's card, which reminds us to pay attention and prioritise that connection between our inner and outer worlds. Something else that can crop up is that because we get into the habit of always serving others before ourselves, people can start to take advantage of that people-pleasing mentality for their own gain. So if you never say no to somebody, they will always expect you to say yes. And when you finally do stand up for yourself, 
they can often gaslight you or become offended that you're kind of breaking that cycle. People generally don't like change in areas that make them feel comfortable and feed their sense of belonging. So when you change your habits, it can upset their balance and make them feel like they know <laughs> this cat is driving me insane. Make them feel like they no longer belong or fit in. And that's not your problem to worry about. How they meet their own needs is not your responsibility. The same thing applies to adapting to your environment to fit in. So maybe you've adopted the traits or humour of your work colleagues in order to fit in, but it doesn't feel right for who you are at your core. And it can often feel like wearing clothes that don't fit properly. You're always adjusting to try and feel comfortable, but it never works. Feeling like you belong is one of the very basic human needs. We are pack animals who feel safer and more protected in a group than we do on our own. And it's this basic need that feeds the people-pleasing habit. So when you break this habit, you have to sacrifice one thing for another. So you have to be brave enough to temporarily put yourself in a position where you don't feel like you blend in with your environment or you don't meet the expectations of others in order to feel more whole, more at one with who you are authentically. So you have to step out of that comfort zone of looking for, like looking to others for comfort and um, a sense of belonging. So that's the first hurdle because once you've taken that leap and started to make your way through this kind of section of your journey, you'll be on your way to finding the people that you can be 100%, 100% yourself around and you'll start to take better care of yourself and find more things that bring you joy and just lead a much more fulfilling life. And that might sound selfish because sometimes we do have to understand when someone's needs outweigh our own, especially if you're a parent or you care for someone who can't care for themselves. But it's important to note that you can only give to people as much as you give to yourself. So you need to be refilling your cup, recharging and giving yourself some love so that you can then give your best self to those around you. And the key to overcoming the need to people please is to fully adopt that energy of the lovers. So to create a healthier connection with your inner world so that you can create a better connection with your outer world. So things like setting clear boundaries with yourself and with others. So stay mindful of when you need to take a break and when you need to say no. Basically when you need to put yourself first. Make sure people understand where your limits are, what you're prepared to do for them and what you're not prepared to do. And I've definitely had to do this in business, especially at the beginning, because I was agreeing to anything and everything. I wouldn't want to charge too much because I didn't want to offend anybody with like high prices, which to me now sounds ridiculous. Now I'm a lot more confident in saying, this is how much of my time you can have. Here's when you can contact me and when I'll reply. And here's how much it will cost. And then that's it. That's the end of kind of negotiation for me. Obviously you have to have some kind of flexibility, especially when you're a freelancer. 
but there should always be a line that you absolutely will not cross. And since I put better time management boundaries in place and I was firmer with my pricing, I not only have more time for hobbies, but I'm also able to switch off from work, which I've really been struggling with a lot over the last year. When you're in a pandemic, working for yourself from the confines of your own home, like you only have four walls and that's it, it can be very easy to just escape from the world into your work. And that's basically what I did. And with that came like a huge boost to the people pleasing thing, because that was the only thing I was focused on was having a good business and doing good for my clients. Even as recent as like a few weeks ago after the hospital visit that I had, I made the decision to start taking more time off to say to clients that I need to take some time and that I'll get back to whatever they've sent me once I've taken that time. And I will add that not one of them turned around and said, how dare you? (laughs) How dare you take some time off? Everyone just went, yeah, okay, like, just get back to us when you can. So that fear of disappointing people or leaving people in the lurch was all fabricated in my own head. It wasn't even based on, like, facts. In fact, I don't think it was even based on experience. I don't think anybody has ever said to me, no, you cannot have this time off. Or no, I will not accept that you are not in on this day. (laughs) It's just never happened. So I've still got a long way to go. And I'm definitely going to be working with the lovers, personally, a lot over the next few weeks in my journal and meditation sessions but hopefully these journal prompts I've got for you this week will help you with your own kind of lovers and people pleasing journey. So as I mentioned at the beginning the lovers is all about your connection with the world around you and how much you value yourself within it and all of that is something that also links with people pleasing because you have a distorted view of your world and the people in it and you undervalue yourself in order to keep others happy. So with these journal prompts we're going to try and identify this in your own life and take steps to create solutions that you can whip out when you need them to kind of stop that people pleasing in its tracks. Let's just get into it. Let's get into the prompts. Prompt one, identify five times where you have done something you didn't want to do or pushed yourself beyond your limits just to keep someone else happy. And I guarantee there will be five times where you've done that. Prompt two, what are you afraid of in those moments? So what was the worst that could have happened if you hadn't done the thing or you like only half-assed it, you hadn't gone above and beyond? Prompt three, I'm really powering through these prompts this week. Prompt three, look at what you've written in the above prompt. So prompt two, how realistic are those kind of what ifs? Do you have any past experiences to back up those fears and concerns? Again, if you need any of these prompts, they will be in the show notes. And if you are subscribed to the mailing list, they'll also be sent to your inbox. So don't worry too much about like keeping up with with me powering through these prompts. Prompt four, how would it have benefited you in that moment if you had done what you needed to do or done what felt more aligned to you? So don't think about the reactions of others. Think about how you would have felt, what you would have been able to do. So we're really focusing on putting you first in this final prompt. So the previous prompts we were kind of looking at, 
you know, your relationship with trying to please others in this final prompt, we're really looking at the reality of what would have happened if you had actually said, actually, I'm going to put myself first. So there will always be situations in life where we feel backed into a corner or we're asked to do something we'd kind of rather not do. But we need to get into the habit of weighing up the risk and reward. So does doing the thing outweigh not doing the thing? Does disappointing that person really mean more than looking after yourself and making sure you are happy and healthy? So this is obviously 100% easier said than done. I'm under no illusions about that. I'm currently going through it, so I, I understand. And there's no way that you can solve this overnight, but we can work on it over time. Maybe it'll be a lifelong process, but being able to tackle people-pleasing so we can be more aligned and whole as a person will far outweigh any uncomfortable situations we have to put ourselves in in order to get there. (sighs) I made it through this episode. I can't even describe how many distractions. Not only was the cat being a pain, but the gas man came, there's banging everywhere. Like it was just... I'm so glad I took a week off because if I had tried to do this, if I tried, oh my God, I can't even sort, I can't even speak. I can't even speak. That's how stressful this has been. (laughs) Oh dear. Anyway, yes, here we are. We made it. We made it to the end. (laughs) So that is it for another episode. Don't forget to sign up to the Self Care Tarot podcast mailing list to get regular weekly updates straight to your inbox. There's a link in the show notes for you if you kind of want to join our little community. And yeah, if you want to share this podcast, if you want to review it, go ahead. I love reading all your reviews. You guys are amazing and always have really nice things to say. So thank you very much. And yeah, I'm going to finish by saying thank you for listening. I hope to see you next week. I'm I'm feeling more kind of motivated and in the rhythm now. So Let's keep this going. Let's try and stay on top of it. Maybe I'll put the cat outside next time (laughs) so that he can't meow at me. And yeah, that is it for this week. I hope you all have a lovely week. And remember, if you need me for anything, I'm here. Email me or DM me on Instagram, whatever you feel like you need to do. That is it. Have a lovely week, guys, and I'll speak to you next week. Bye-bye.